Hello, and welcome back to Mies on Smash, the weekly podcast where we break the story of the Super Smash Bros. cinematic universe with unique writers and comedians one game at a time. I am your co-host, Simon Lewis Ong. And I'm your other co-host, Pete Simmons-Hayes. And we have a wild episode ready for you here today. Pete, I truly don't know what to expect with this one. This is the first time I'm scared. Today we're talking about Sonic the Hedgehog. Sonic is the child star, the fallen child star of video games, in my opinion. Like, they had some hits coming out of the gate. Everyone was really excited. Mm. And then as they grew, they made a few bad choices, might have had a meltdown. And as the world watched, you know, we all got kind of sad. And we saw them reinvent themselves a few times, trying to make a comeback. But it, it never really reclaim the magic that they once did, but we still love to watch them try anyway. I don't have that close of a relationship with Sonic the games. It was never really a series I really got into, but I thought he, I thought Sonic himself was very cool, even though I just, I chalked up my not being into those games. It's just me being bad at the games. I just, I, I couldn't figure out the games. I couldn't figure the games out. It was platforming that was so different from Mario that it really frustrated me because I was just, I was really bad at it. But I did, I always thought Sonic was super cool. And I always, I, I thought his inclusion in Smash Brothers was, you know, it's a huge step for, it was a huge step forward for the franchise. Cause even though I think Snake was technically first as the first third party character, Snake always felt like a little bit of an oddball, whereas Sonic felt like, really at home with the other uh, Nintendo characters. Seeing Sonic there felt, it it felt really similar to like seeing Spider-Man and Civil War. It was like, oh wow, like all these rights, like IP law things, they're all crumbling and this is allowed to happen. Yeah, uh, which was really exciting. So this is our third episode where we are featuring a franchise that has previously had a Hollywood adaptation with Pokemon and Super Mario Bros. coming before this and now with Sonic. Pete, what were your thoughts on the Sonic the Hedgehog film? I think it's a good starting point. I'll say that much. Like, I I think before, you know, 2018, 2019, people didn't really know how to do video game movies because there no one that was writing them grew up with them. It was mm-hmm. more of like you assign it to a working screenwriter and they do some research on like Wikipedia, a lot like some of our guests do. And they, <laughs> and they try to figure it out. But now we're coming up where this generation of writers who understand what they're adapting and love it and have a connection to it. Like the Sonic redesign is because of that. Tyson has redesigned Sonic and he's been a longtime Sonic fan for years. Mm-hmm. And, you know, without that type of love, we would still have that horrifying original Mm -hmm. design you know yeah i thought the movie was cute enough even if you know only sort of mildly serviceable as a film itself but what really excited me about it was the franchise potential it had you know i'm really excited for sequels that introduce you know tails and knuckles i hope we get metal sonic i hope we get shadow just so much potential for cool sonic lore stuff that 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 movie does really get me excited even though as a movie itself it's kind of you know whatever that being said i believe we have a very different kind of sonic the hedgehog movie being pitched to us today a one mr gregory nussbaum will be joining us in just a second to pitch his adaptation of sonic the hedgehog before i introduce greg i just want to say that why i'm terrified about this is greg's one of one of my closest friends and for years through college for like six years now me and graham have been feeding him 
sonic media and we've just been trying to feed him the weirdest shit that we can and i'm scared that it's going to be like an ai situation when you feed an ai just a bunch of information and then they pump out a script that's an average everything this specific ai the greg bot has consumed is just garbage it's just the weirdest corners of the sonic universe and i'm so interested to see what the amalgamation of all of that is. So let's hear a little bit about Greg Nussbaum. Choose your character. Greg didn't actually have time to write a bio, so he asked me just to talk about him as a person. So here I am telling you that Greg Nussbaum is the worst person I know. The proudest member of the Proud Boys, Greg Nussbaum lives on my couch and owes me over $300 in weed taken from my bedroom without my consent. One time I was driving with him and we passed by a car accident and he told me to slow down so he can roll down the window and whisper, smell you later. Just a really mean guy who sleeps till noon and his web of lies. He also draws cartoons on Instagram. You might enjoy them. You know, once he explains the joke to you. Anyway... Here's Greg Nesbaum. Welcome to the show, Greg. It's good to have you. Thank you. It's great being here. Greg, what is your personal relationship with Sonic the Hedgehog? Uh, none. There's no relationship with hmm. Sonic the Hedgehog. I haven't, I haven't seen the movie. I watched the trailer for the movie, and then I watched the new trailer where they fixed how they made the guy look. So you saw really you saw all the important stuff. Yeah, I saw like uh, like him eating chili dogs or something. You saw and his then, teeth. And the only other connection I have to it is that when I was little, uh, when I when I shared a GameCube with my older brother, he had a uh, Sonic Adventure Two, and uh, I I couldn't play because he was older than me. But I got to watch him play. And he got really far. He got to the space level where, like, you're you're jumping. There's, like, gravity switching and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, this is awesome. And then when he left, I jumped on and I accidentally wiped the whole GameCube memory card. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, like, the it's one of my first experiences of, like, fear. Like, I, I didn't <laughs> have him in my life after that. I, like, I didn't think I was going to be safe. That is the most <laughs> little brother thing you could have done. Yeah. <laughs> And it wasn't the game. It was like the whole GameCube. It's like I just mm. bought a new GameCube. So <laughs> do you, how much do you know about Sonic after research though? Like, do you know the difference between like classic and modern Sonic? Like how, how deep did you go if you did any research at all? <laughs> well, I know it started like really like Mario. It started like really pixelated. You're, what's, what's it called when you're going to the side? A side scroller? A side scroller. I know it started with a, <laughs> as a side scroller. And then it got more complicated. It got more 3D. I know they had like TV shows in the 90s or something. And then I know that they had, um, I haven't seen any of it, but I know that they, and then I know that the video games got better and better, good enough for my brother to get Sonic Adventures 2 at some point. And then, uh, but then I, I know that they like messed it up. Like I heard one game is just all glitches. Like, yeah, is it, is Sonic, Sonic 06. Sonic 06 is just the like six. you can't even play it. Yeah, but I know that. Uh, I I know that it's like people still keep their their hopes up, but it's like who's working the controls over there? No one. <laughs> that was so negative. I I don't know. I like Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you think you get it? Do you Do you think you get why a section of the internet is so fascinated by him, or, or are you are you playing catch up with it? Do you think? I think I'm a fucking expert. 
I don't think. <laughs> I don't know. I get why it has fans. It has a ton of characters, a ton of ton of uh, lore, as they say. Although uh, our our mutual friend Graham, who who kind of helped me craft this, even though I'd say I was the, the I was the real sculptor, he just like educated me that it has a fan base and that it's kind of it's diminished over time because they keep giving the reins to new people. And they keep just doing the same script, which is like Dr. Robotnik uncovers some energy force thing and he releases it. Then Sonic has to contain it with the help of his buddies and he runs. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, yeah. that's that's the yeah. basic structure of Sonic the Hedgehog got the across, across the last three decades. Yeah, but I like to think I've seen so much more under the surface. Well, yeah. what's kind of nice about Sonic is is it's kind of like eggs. Everyone kind of has a different favorite. Yeah. Like uh, there is, uh, you know, there's Roger Craig Smith, Jason Griffith, Jaleel White, and now Ben Schwartz. And they all kind of play it a lot differently. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm interested to know what type of Sonic, I guess, who is Sonic to you? Okay. Okay. Here's a question that I can answer. Here's what I think. I haven't seen the movie, so I don't know anything about Ben Schwartz. I've been on the menu for the most recent Sonic games, so I've seen Roger Craig Smith talk. I don't know who Jason Griffith is, and I'm pretty sure Jaleel White is Urkel, right? Yeah. <laughs> Urkel? He's Urkel. So I, you know how I said at the beginning that I'd love to answer this question? I can't answer this question. <laughs> and the truth is I just, I just, I just love them all. Greg's pitch so far... In so far as I've been talking to him uh, before we started recording, Greg's pitch is pretty shrouded in mystery, and I, I'm I'm ready to jump into it. I don't know about you, Pete, but I'm I'm tired of being teased. I think we yes. got to hear. We got to break the I, story. Yes, he has been texting me all week saying just lying, saying different things. He's been saying that this is the widows of mm-hmm. the Sonic universe. It's Sonic mm-hmm. widows. Yeah. In fact, in fact, when I first asked Greg to be on the show. He texted me and said, full disclosure, this might just be a recreation of the movie Widows, but with the Sonic cast, because I really just want to hear somebody say Knuckles in a Chicago accent. (laughs) So it's funny because I haven't thought about Widows since I sent that text, but I really, really remembered that I said Knuckles. That I really... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> be be ready to roll with that. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's, <laughs> Let's break, break the, the story. story. All right. So it starts off in 1996. This is a 90s story. <laughs> Simon, what's why are you already <laughs> This is our second project, which is for some reason, a period piece, which is chosen a seemingly obscure date for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> was the year I was born. And the other one was Mario. <laughs> oh, Mario's in the 90s? No, it's no, Mario's in 2008. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, but it starts in 1988. So it, his might also jump to like 2010 or something. <laughs> I, okay. There's some, gonna be some fascinating stuff here, but go ahead. Greg, right, sorry to interrupt 90s, you. The peak of the 90s. The Bulls are winning it all. All right? We're in a bar. I like to start all movies with, like, a bar fight. I think that's the best way. Whenever a movie starts with a bar fight, I'm in. So we're going to start at a rusty old, like, shabby old bar. It's dark, dingy. 
There's a bartender who's like cleaning a glass, like a classic bartender cleaning a glass. He had someone from the corner off screen is like, give me a whiskey and add more whiskey. Guy wants a lot of whiskey, right? And uh, this is, I know it's a screenwriting sin to like specify a shot, but I have a very specific shot. It's gonna, the, the guy's gonna pour the whiskey and he's gonna slide it down the bar like in, in like Westerns, you know? We're just gonna track this glass, just moving for a two minutes. Just two minutes. <laughs> And that's going to be where the credits are. I want to okay. bring it back to when the credits were long and at the top of the movie. Okay. Like like Monty Python. Like, you know how in Naked Gun, they take a stretcher out of an ambulance and it's like a mile long? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's the equivalent of what this shot is. It's just, a, it's just a whiskey glass that slides for like two minutes straight. And you already know, wow, this movie's going to be like sex, drugs, and rock and roll. All right? Okay. Do we uh do we know do we recognize anyone in the credits or is it all a bunch of rising stars? All a bunch of rising stars because the cameos are not going to be in the credits. All right, <laughs> all right. So finally, we're tracking this glass. Mm-hmm. Finally caught by a glove, a white gloved hand. <laughs> and what's on this hand? <laughs> There's knuckles on this hand. <laughs> Immediately, we're starting from the top. We're meeting Knuckles right away. Yes. For those not familiar with Sonic lore, Knuckles is a red echidna, right? Echidna, yes. I don't yeah. even know what that is. It's like an armadillo or something, right? It's like an it's an Australian hedgehog for the yeah, basically. It's, uh, it's Australian. It's famous. Yeah. A lot of depends on the fact that he's Jamaican. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, echidnas are native to Australia, but. Yeah. Are- <laughs> They're famous Fuck. for their four-pronged penises. But, but Knuckles <laughs> is Jamaican, is what you're telling me. That's what, that's what fucking Graham told me. I don't know. <laughs> what else did Graham tell you? <laughs> oh, no. Right. Graham just told me that, from my understanding, from my deep research, it's deeply implied that Knuckles is from, like, Central and South America, right? And he well, guards... He's, he's from Angel Island. He guards the Emerald... Emerald? The Master yeah. Emerald. On Angel Island. And then I also noticed that his shoes are the colors of the Jamaican flag. It's black, green, and yellow on his shoes. So that's why I thought, that's why I've been told he's Jamaican or of that part of the world. All right, anyway. So getting back to the end of the first shot of the movie. (laughs) So Knuckles' hands grabs this whiskey. And the bartender says, hey, Knuckles, you going to pay for that? Knuckles doesn't say anything, doesn't say a word. He's like, I'm serious. You come in here all the time and you don't pay for anything. He lost his Chicago accent. I don't know why. It doesn't matter. Knuckles, again, doesn't say anything. He's not paying for this drink. And he's like, fine, I'm going to send my thugs on you. And there's three thugs playing pool right behind him in this bar. And they're ready to fight. They got billboards. They're going to do it like Shaun of the Dead where they hit him with the, the pool cues. Knuckles turns around. And this is our first fight scene. It's just the it's just a brawl. And Knuckles doesn't... No one even lands a punch on Knuckles. And not only does he kick their asses, he shoots a perfect game of pool <laughs> while fighting the guys. <laughs> He, he sinks every ball in while fighting these thugs. So as he's about to leave the bar, he turns around and he says, hey, you hear the one about the echidna that walks into a bar? And it cuts to the thugs. And they're so beaten and like bloody. Like their ears, they're bleeding out of their ears. It just cuts the close-ups of their ears. And it cuts back to Knuckles and he's like, guess you haven't. Boom. 
title right there. Sonic the Hedgehog. Sonic the Hedgehog. We haven't even met him yet. We haven't even met the character, but we know that this movie's going to fuck. All right? That's what's going to happen. All right, so that's the title. That's okay. the opening scene. It's maybe the only thing in this movie that doesn't directly relate to the movie Widows, which is a lie. This movie has nothing to do with Widows. I was completely teasing you. But so now it cuts to the next scene. Immediately, we're right in it with Sonic now. We're finally in it with Sonic. Knuckles is going to pick up Sonic from Joliet Prison. We now know this is in Chicago. This is mm-hmm. in Chicago, Illinois. This is a Chicago movie. You, you know how you can tell the difference between DC and Marvel movies because DC has fake cities yeah. and Marvel has real cities? Yeah. We're in the real world. This is, this is you know, what was it in the movie? Were they in like San Francisco? Well, it ended in San Francisco, but they started in uh, the fictional town of Green Hill which is a reference oh. to Green Hill Zone, but then they go to San Francisco for the final act in the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. All right, so he's picking up Sonic from Joliet Prison, which is, it's a famous prison. It's like huge. Mm-hmm. It's the only prison that I know by name, I feel like, besides like Azkaban or something. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they're, uh, they're, they're taking Sonic out of his cell. They're walking him down the halls. People are like clanking stuff. And uh, they're like cat calling and all this stuff. He's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, he gets, and it's like, I know there's important questions. Like, what is he in prison for? Go fuck yourself. It doesn't matter why he's in prison. <laughs> he's just there. <laughs> he's just like that kind of guy. He's just in prison and out of prison. Maybe you guys can pitch a reason later. It but doesn't matter story, how he got there. Yeah. It matters what he does after. Exactly. It's not the crime that makes the man. It's the, that's not even a phrase. I cut that. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> Anyway, pick him up in prison. And then they have that part where they're like, uh, hey, here's your personal affects. Like, they give you the stuff that was on you when you got into prison. One pair of sneakers, red, gives him the sneakers. One pair of gloves, white, gives him the gloves. Some rings, I don't know, like five rings. Question. The- question. Yeah. As Sonic is walking like, and we see him, yeah. what's, what's on his feet? Just feet. Just regular, like, human feet? Like, what do they look like? I think he's got human feet. like he feet. has hedgehog feet. You'd think, but the fan art online would say differently. So <laughs> The has, fan art he, online definitely suggests that Sonic the Hedgehog has human feet. I've seen a lot of Sonic the Hedgehog feet pics in my day. Don't ask me why. Um... <laughs> Yeah, let's just say he has feet. He just has human feet. <laughs> Simon knows more about it than I do. I, who's, yeah. who can? So uh, he gives him his sne- uh, sneakers, gloves, some rings, and two chili dogs. Scarfs them <laughs> down right there. That's how, that's how, and the whole time we haven't seen Sonic's face. When he eats these chili dogs, that's the first time you see his face. You're like, oh man, this... This guy isn't to, be, isn't to be messed with. The giant gates of Joliet Prison open at like sundown, and Sonic walks out to meet Knuckles by the car, and they like hug. It's been such a long time. They have a car. <laughs> they have a car. Now here's the thing. This is the one thing that I wanted you guys to pitch. I had a couple ideas of what the car could be. That's a lie. I had no ideas of what the car could be. But Graham suggested that it could be the Crazy Taxi. Ooh, oh, the crazy taxi would be fun. property. Yeah. yeah. Which I thought, now, if it's like a, a roughed up crazy taxi. Yeah, that would be fun. I like that. I was going to say that Sonic does uh, canonically 
drive a car in Sonic and Sega All-Stars Racing. Um, oh. So it's not too crazy to have Sonic in a car because he does have a car in that game. But I kind of like the crazy taxi. They just have I like the, the crazy taxi, too. I think that yeah. fits his style. It's for the fans. It's for the mm-hmm. people that are like, oof, Sega, nice. Before they can even catch up or do anything, Knuckles says, hey, we've been summoned. They have to get out of there soon. Where are they going? They're going to an orphanage. It's an orphanage for, like, animals, like, people that are also animals like them. <laughs> like, there's, like, bats and echidnas and hedgehogs and, and rats and stuff, but there's... Okay. All the, all, all the other anthropomorphic animals yeah. that are just kind of roaming the earth. Yeah. Go. And... Okay. and and Chow. Chow. Chow are also mm. there. Okay. Little Chow babies, and you can take care of them and, like, tickle their feet and stuff. And and let's say humans, but mostly the others, other <laughs> stuff. <laughs> For people who don't know, Chow are, like, these floating baby blue beings in Sonic games, and you can you can take care of them when you're not doing the main missions. It's they're sort of like very that. cute. They're, they're very, very cute. cute. Yeah. That's like the younger kids at the orphanage. You walk around and you're like, oh, these writer, this writer knows the work. You know, mm-hmm. that's the <laughs> point. Uh, the, the head nun of this church, it's a Catholic orphanage church place, summons them up to the main office and they're like, our orphanage, which you guys came from, is going to be shut down unless we get 5,000 rings. And Sonic and Knuckles are down to get 5,000 rings, but they don't want to get in trouble. They uh, Sonic just got out of prison. They're kind of, they're iffy with the law right now. But then the nun says, hey, I know you're iffy with the law right now, but if we keep, oh, question? Yeah. So this is, is this orphanage where Sonic grew up? Yeah. Okay. So this is, this is Sonic's home. Like Sonic knows. Yeah. The nun. Okay, that's important. Sonic okay, and okay. Knuckles. And okay, they're not Sonic. siblings, but they're both. They were both raised there. Okay. Another question. Okay. So you say five thousand rings. Does everyone use rings as currency, or is it an orphanage specific thing? It's just a currency. Okay. It's like people have American dollars, <laughs> but you can also have rings. Okay. There's an exchange rate. Okay. Yeah. There's an exchange it was, rate. It, it was an it. early predecessor to cryptocurrency. It was like the first Bitcoin. You had but to get it was, in early. Okay. Yeah, but yeah. there were physical rings. It wasn't there fast. It just so happens that when you fight people, sometimes rings fly out. Okay. Yeah. Who that knows why sense. that just happens? It's a stylistic okay. choice. The style when that bar fight with Knuckles rings yeah. flying everywhere. Gotcha. Yeah. And he doesn't even he doesn't even take them because he's like fuck this place. Anyway. He's like, look, we got to keep this orphanage open. And I know that you're iffy with the law, but if you get these 5,000 rings, I might have access to a database where I can get information on uh, the location of your mom. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, guys. (laughs) I spit out my drink. Because I was just so shocked. Like, Rich, we did a literal spit take. Because now it means that I think I know where you're going with this. And I'm really, really excited. <laughs> I, I have oh, to say, I, I have to say, I still don't know where he's going with this. Who's oh. Sonic's mom? Oh, oh Simon. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Their mother will be found. Don't you? <laughs> anyway, that hits Sonic deep. It's and again, yeah. it's not Knuckles' mom, it's just Sonic. 
Yeah. But they're like spiritual brothers, you know? <laughs> it cuts close to Sonic and he goes, I'm on a mission for mom. <laughs> that's, where, you know, that's where this movie starts. So that's that's where this movie really kicks off. Because now, now what this story is about, <laughs> stay with me, stay with me. What this story is about is Sonic and Knuckles have to find his two siblings, Sonia and Manic from Sonic Underground, and <laughs> they have to put on the concert of their lives. Mm. They're going to raise the money to save this orphanage. Okay, just to get people caught up to speed, because I'm sure a lot of you are confused. There was this <laughs> show back in the 90s called Sonic Underground. And basically what it is, is Sonic is an orphan, and the way he solves all of his problems is he plays his... Um, what does he play? What instrument? Is it a guitar? He plays a three-necked guitar. Yeah, he, like, plays, a, <laughs> a, he plays a three-necked guitar along with his long-lost sister who plays a right. guitar, and then his long-lost brother who plays the drums. And they, they, whenever they play music together, they zap lightning beams at robot terrorists. Yeah, uh, and... And and neither of Sonic's siblings ever show up in any of the video games. They are entirely original characters to the cartoon series, um, which is and, sort of a cult. The, the, the cartoon series became a cult classic among Sonic yeah. fans. And it's, it got, has it's got a great theme song. The greatest theme song of all time. Triplets born, the throne awaits. A seal warns of a deadly fate. Give up your children, separate. Bide your time, lie in wait. Sonic Underground. Sonic Underground. They made a vow, their mother will be found. Their mother will be found, is the lyrics. And the show got canceled before the mother was found, so... Really? Yeah, they kind of, yeah they, the mother I, was never found. I have not seen a lot of Sonic Underground. I've seen maybe an episode or two with Graham and Pete, but I'm very thrilled that this show is going in the direction of an adaptation of Sonic Underground because as far as Sonic, the Sonic universe goes, Sonic Underground doesn't really get its fair due as no. a part of the Sonic media franchise. And that it I didn't was, even know what it was until like two weeks ago. Yeah, I, it's 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 often overlooked and often forgotten, and, and I'm I'm really thrilled that we're tackling it head on. Uh, I'm so happy this is the lane you went. So that's the mission from here on out: is they got to get their siblings, put on this concert, and get the five thousand rings to uh, save this orphanage, and ultimately find their mom. Next, they just they go to where uh, Knuckles has been staying. I know in the movies, in the movies, where does Knuckles live? I didn't see the movie. Or I mean, where does Sonic live? Uh, like so underground, in in the in the most recent film, Sonic lives in a burrow in Green Hill. However, in the games, he lives on South Island and sort of the accompanying islands um, yeah. in the but area. He stayed, he stayed at so many different places. He's he stayed mm-hmm. at the mansions of six year old boys. He's that's true. Uh, he's stayed. On a beach by his plane, yeah. like like you know, he, he's kind of a nomad in that way. You kind of okay. He, he drifts from place to place sometimes. Well, they're staying at Knuckles' place, okay, and uh, it's a borough under Grand Park, so similar to Green Hill. I don't know. It's a it's under Grand Park, and it's during it's the summer. This is all happening in the summer, 
And it's during Lollapalooza, which started in 91. Okay. And I was going to ask if... So like, it's been five years of Lollapalooza. It's so noisy. It's above their borough. It's this tiny, cramped place. But they're so tired. They're so tired from the day that they just fall right asleep. End of day one. Already, you're loving this. <laughs> so uh, next morning, they wake up out of the borough. They immediately get a Chicago dog. Maybe, like, Knuckles gets a Chicago dog. Sonic gets a, a chili dog. I guess he really likes chili dogs, right? Yeah. At a hot dog yeah. stand. And uh, they see this car pull up across the street. Excuse me. Let me rephrase that. They don't see a car pull up across the street. And the window rolls down. And a rocket launcher <laughs> peeks out of the car. I'm not, I'm not kidding. A rocket launcher peeks out of the car. Who's inside the car? Amy Rose. Amy Rose is in the car. She has a rocket launcher. For those not in the know here, Amy Rose is a pink hedgehog who in the games has a huge crush on Sonic. But Sonic is usually too busy saving the world to have anything to do with Amy. And usually she carries this big giant hammer with her. But in this case, it seems like the hammer has been replaced with the bazooka. Yeah, at the moment. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway... She shoots this bazooka. The hot dog stand explodes. There's hot dogs flying everywhere. There's mustard, there's ketchup. The the, <laughs> the pavement, like there's just there's just rubble. Like a building has fallen. There's so much rubble. And underneath the rubble, Sonic and Knuckles get up. They brush themselves off, and they just go on their way. It's a non-conflict scene. But it's completely. <laughs> It is completely necessary to everything that's, that's going to happen. This kind of anyway. stuff happens to Sonic usually. He's he's not phased yeah. by it, is what you're saying. He's used to explosions and people he's trying to kill him. Thing. A lot of curveballs. Yeah. 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 This is the first time that we're going to cut away from Knuckles and Sonic. We're going to go to uh, Eggman, Dr. Eggman, Do- Dr. Robotnik. I don't know how to refer to him. Dr. Ivo Robotnik, who is jokingly referred to as Dr. Eggman. By Sonic. So uh, Eggman, he's the new head of the Chicago police. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And they've hired him because he has this crazy new tech. He's going to make the police force like high tech. And he's introducing all this new technology to amp it up because crime is so nutty in Chicago. You know, this isn't so different from what they did in the real Sonic movie. I can't believe you haven't seen it. Yeah. Keep going. (laughs) Well, it's not going to go like the rest. Of, I don't know. Who knows? I Maybe I just plagiarized the whole movie. That would be really funny if I just trust me. Trust Sonic. me, Greg. It's different enough from the movie. <laughs> yeah. All right. They don't pick up Sonic from Joliet? All right. No. <laughs> so he's the head of the police force. He's introducing this new tech. And the first thing he's introducing, no more police cars. We're going airborne. Everyone's getting Eggmobiles. Okay? Which are the, what are they? The floating pods with like arms? Yeah. Those are yeah. the new vehicles of the Chicago police. Everyone's going to use them. This whole presentation is cut off by Knuckles and Sonic driving their car just through the presentation. They're like, they're, they're just <laughs> reminiscing about good old times. They don't even think about the fact that they just ran through like a police presentation. And Robotnik is like, oh, this is the time for me to really show what I can do. Let's get these Eggmobiles up and running and catch these guys that ruined my presentation. Knuckles and Sonic are what they're doing is they're heading out to uh, the west suburbs 
about like I don't know, like <laughs> what you guys know Chicago, I've been right? Doing this, yeah. Yeah, it's it's you know, you, you had an outbound on the Eisenhower, I don't know, and uh, they're going to Woodfield Mall. It's like forty minutes outside the city, like an hour with traffic. It's one of the was, biggest malls in America. It's yeah. like the fourteenth mall in America um, because they have a hunch that Sonia uh, is a piano player for this mall. And who's Sonia? Sonia again is Sonic's sister, with whom they are both trying to uh, hopefully find their mother. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they all were in this orphanage. They they know. Yeah, they were all okay. in this orphanage. Okay, but their lives went astray. And what does Sonia look like? What what, what does Sonia? Oh, like the show. <laughs> she's like she looks like Sonic, but she's like pink. Okay, so she, she kind of looks like, like Sonic. She kind of looks like Amy Rose, but like mixed with Sonic, like. Literally, you just dyed Sonic pink. Okay. Because Amy Rose has her own look to her. <laughs> Amy right. Rose has her own distinct look. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, they're driving out to Woodfield Mall. These eggmobiles are gaining on them. And Knuckles and Sonic both agree they don't have time to get rid of the eggmobiles and pick up Sonia. So what they're going to do is they're just going to take this chase and just shove it through the mall. <laughs> they have the crazy taxi... Right into the mall. <laughs> right into the mall. There's glass flying everywhere. The eggmobiles are on hot pursuit. They're going to completely destroy the entirety of the Woodfield Mall. The anti-ant signs are, like, falling over. They Like, a hot topic catches on fire. Like, everything that you like in a mall is going to be destroyed. And then right when they get to the end of the mall, they see that Sonia is playing grand piano. And, the, and she hates it. Her, like, she's so sucked of life that she doesn't even think about her fingers moving on the keyboard. And the last thing that Sonic and Knuckles hit is this piano. She doesn't even care. Her fingers are still moving. That's, like, Ooh. how bored she is with her life. And Sonic goes, hey, Sonia, get in the car. We're on a mission. <laughs> They're going to find their mother. And they bust out of there. They go through the Macy's or the JCPenney or something like that. And all of the Eggmobiles just pile up. Just 30 Eggmobiles pile up in this mall. Is this the first time Eggman has ever had to deal with Sonic? Yeah. Do they, yeah. Okay. Do they have a history or this is this is their first time meeting? I think that Sonic is like a low-key criminal, but this is the biggest thing he's ever... He just destroyed a mall to find his sister. And he didn't need to. You're crazy for this one, S. He's crazy for this one. Absolutely. So they pick up Sonia, they get her in the car, they said, hey, we're going back to the city. So they drive up north, like around like Skokie, you know, Skokie. They're around like the northern suburbs just to like see the area. It's actually like, kind Evan, of, like, like Evanston. Are they are yeah, they anywhere yeah, near? Yeah. So they're driving around that area and they run into traffic. They're like, what's going on up ahead? And they see this bridge up ahead of them. And it's completely like blocked off. And there's a metal sonic rally. <laughs> There's <laughs> Metal Sonic and a whole bunch of badniks, which do you guys want to explain what badniks are? Yes, please. Badniks are like roboticized animals, if I'm correct. Yes. Correct? Yeah. So in the games, uh, <laughs> a big part of Robotnik's plan to take over the world is imprisoning animals in robots. And basically, anytime Sonic kills one of these robots in the games, they fall apart and the little animals fly out from them. And Metal Sonic is a robot <laughs> version yeah. of Sonic that was created to destroy Sonic. But in this, so in your film, yes, Metal I, Sonic 
is holding a rally. A rally. They got armbands. It's dark. It's well, dark. Like, are they a? Are they a? Are they a extremist group? Yeah. What are they? <laughs> extremist against what? They're like, we think it's kind of like the people that think robots are going to take over the world. They're like, we want to get a head start. Let's just roboticize Ooh. everybody. Oh, because, and then we'll be the quote unquote like master race. I don't know. Who, okay. Who who built Metal Sonic? Who gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs> he's just there. I don't know. <laughs> Is there a reason that he's in Sonic's image? Why? Yeah, I thought you said Sonic was a low key criminal that no one knew, but he's also a carbon copy of this robot Nazi. <laughs> Look, I didn't write the script. Okay, I just, I just <laughs> he's just that's just who. It's just like. I think here's what I think. I think that there's a lot of uh, animal and anthropomorphic things out there. So he's a metal hedgehog, and and from our understanding, he's metal. Son- Let's say we never named yeah. him. Yeah. Okay. So maybe he's so a he's, metaphor for the Nazis. Okay. He's so he's, he's just looks like Sonic. He's yeah. just a metal hedgehog who happens to look like Sonic, and maybe as a shorthand during this yeah. film, Knuckles is like. Hey, Sonic, that guy looks like you. And then over the course of the film, they maybe just call him Metal Sonic, even though as in the games, Metal Sonic is literally created in Sonic's image. In this film, Metal Sonic is not created in Sonic's image. And in the credits, it'll be, it'll say Metal Sonic played by like Steve Buscemi or something. (laughs) Okay. Okay. That works. That works. I think he would fit the part. So there's this Metal Sonic rally. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> with all these badniks uh, and they're marching and they're like they won't let anybody buy this bridge it's a huge traffic jam and Knuckles turns to Sonic and he goes uh, Illinois robots I hate Illinois robots <laughs> so they just take their car they take it out of the lanes of traffic and they just plow through this bridge and Metal Sonic and all of his badniks they don't know what to do they jump off the bridge into the water they start like glitching out and and like fritzing out, and you can see in Metal Sonic's eyes, he's like, "I'm he's gonna pay for this." Like, I'm so, gonna get back. so what you're saying is Sonic is a really reckless driver, and in the course of this one drive, he's already made two enemies. Can I just note, yeah. Sonic has not <laughs> run once <laughs> in this film. <laughs> he has not gone past two miles per hour. <laughs> <laughs> on foot at any point in this movie. <laughs> don't, don't worry about it. It'll, it'll... No, I, I, I'm enjoying it. I'm yeah. having a great time. <laughs> what if he doesn't run? That would be really fun. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so they piss off this rally. They keep driving. Uh, next year, they're going to pick up. They got to pick up Manic, right? So they go to the Olympia restaurant. And, and I want to remind you, this is set in Chicago. Right. <laughs> so is... Right. Where Sonic's from. Yeah, we're Sonic's from, born and raised in an orphanage. So, and guess what? Who's like the the waitress at this diner? Rouge the Bat is the waitress at this diner. Whoa. All right. And you know, like, Rouge and Knuckles have like that history where they're always like cheeky with each other. Yeah. But they never like do anything, but it's like, yeah, I'm seeing you. It's electric. Yeah, it's electric like the slide. So Manic is like flipping patties in the back. And, and he's drumming. Like, he's flipping patties, but you know he wants to drum. And what does Manic look like? A lot Manic, of people don't know Manic. Manic kind of looks like exactly like Sonic, but green. 
if Sonia looks exactly like Sonic, but pink, Manic looks exactly like Sonic, but green and maybe a little shorter because he's like a little brother. So he's flipping patties and he's drumming. He's having a good time. And uh, Rouge is like, ah, these guys again, these motherfuckers. So basically Sonic orders like six chili dogs. Knuckles orders jerk chicken, gives it to Rouge. Rouge shouts it out back to Manic. And he's like, hey, Manic, we got six chili dogs. He's like, six chili dogs? Manic would know that order anyway. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, we also got a jerk chicken. He's like, and Knuckles, oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) That's an awesome character moment. So they walk out there and they're like, holy shit, like, brother. Like, oh my God, wow. And they're like, hey, we're on a mission for mom. We're getting the band back together. Manic is like... It's like, I don't know, man. I have a good gig here. I don't know if I want to leave my job. And Rouge is like, you better not leave. And this is where we have our first song break. (laughs) This is a musical? I don't think this is a musical. I think it's a movie with music, is what I'm going to say. Okay. But except for this one song, which is a musical. Okay. (laughs) So sort of like Disney rules. It's Disney rules. Sometimes they break into songs. Sometimes they're playing the concert of their lives. Okay. So, uh... And guess what she breaks out to try to convince Manic to stay because he has a good thing there and they're better working together. She sings, can you feel the sunshine from Sonic R? Whoa. (laughs) Oh my God. That rules. We're bringing songs from the games. So Sonic R has a, I'd say, I was going to say infamous, but I just think it's famous. There's a famous soundtrack in Sonic R where it's just like, full ballads <laughs> being sung for every think of Mario Kart but if it was just like a 90s like R&B singer just like yeah. doing all the tracks and it goes hard it's like like when you're at the end of your workout and they want to get the most out of you play songs like this oh yeah yeah so it's like a big will they like won't they between Knuckles and Rouge and whether or not Manic is gonna stay during the song during the song it's kind of like she breaks in the song but it's like there's background singers it's like it's like fame. they all have they all have a turn yeah like, like, all... like manic has like a conflicted like do i feel the sunshine like, yeah <laughs> exactly exactly Every, <laughs> like the people who aren't singing have like those little lines that they squeeze in except for sonic and knuckles they don't say a word they're stoic as hell okay they're just watching this whole thing happen they're too cool for this so finally, Manic decides to bail. He's like, I'm joining the band. They get out of there. So they're leaving the restaurant. Sonic's like, I got to make a call. I got I to gotta, I gotta call someone who can get us our instruments. Okay? He gets in a phone booth. And he doesn't see this car pull up across the street. Is it Amy with the bazooka again? This time, it's not a bazooka. It's a, <laughs> it's a flamethrower. Okay? <laughs> he has a flamethrower. She just torches, torches this phone booth. It flies into the air. There's hot dogs going everywhere. <laughs> Chili dogs. Chili dogs going everywhere. Chili dogs. Chili dogs going everywhere. At the end of it, like once the dust is cleared, Sonic is just covered in glass and the pavement's glass and rubble. But he gets up, he dusts himself off, he gets back in the car. And we don't know who Sonic called. We don't know who Sonic called, even though we're going to find out in the next 30 seconds. <laughs> we don't know who Sonic called. All right? I, I, I feel like there's a movie you're doing, but I don't know what <laughs> movie it is. This is, I want to, I want to, I should have said this before, but I want to stress that this is completely original. I'm not stealing 
specific things from anything. I didn't steal anything from anyone. This is real stuff that I came up with. I'm not stealing from shit, Pete. <laughs> so, where are they going to go now? They got to get some instruments, right? Mm-hmm. They're heading out. They're going past Woodfield Mall, which, of course, we all know Illinois geography and suburbs. They're going past Woodfield Mall. They're going down the, I don't know what highway that is. I don't know. At some point, they get on Butterfield Road by my house. And they go, <laughs> they go to Greg's house. house. <laughs> <laughs> Greg has all the instruments right there. No, they're, they're, they're there. Greg is, it's in 1996. Greg is being born and they christen him. <laughs> I'm born in the winter of 96. I'm, oh, this I'm is the, the result of two people watching this movie. <laughs> what about, oh, yeah. you were a Sonic baby? All right, all right. They're, all right. they're going out to Aurora. They're going out to Aurora, Illinois to go to a music store. Who owns this music store? They walk inside. You hear like, (laughs) it's Tails. Tails flies in. Tails flies in. He owns this music store. (laughs) Yeah, he's like a helicopter, right? Yeah, Yeah, that's what he sounds like. That's the universal Tails. Oh, by the way, I forgot this part. When they're driving out to Aurora, because I'm blatantly stealing this from Wayne's World, when they're driving out to Aurora, (laughs) you know that scene in Wayne's World where they do Bohemian Rhapsody and they're like knocking their head in the car? (laughs) They're doing Escape from the City. That's the perfect song. Hell yeah. Because they're leaving the city. Wow. So you're really borrowing from like all the different like sonic music phases. Yeah. Yeah, I did the work. Yeah, how how can you? This is the most Sonic movie Sonic's ever been. You know. Yeah, I, I, rolling around at the speed of sound, got places to go. To wow, you you really did write down the lyrics. Yeah, don't little, look at the rest of the here. All right, so um, we go in the store. Tails is like, I don't even want to know why you're here. I'm gonna hook you up. Instruments. I'm gonna trick out the what is it? A crazy taxi? Yeah, mm-hmm. the crazy taxi. I'm gonna pimp your ride. Like, I'm your manager from here on out. So he doesn't just do, like, instruments. He's also a mechanic. Oh, he is a mechanic. Yeah, yeah he is a mechanic, according yeah. to Brandon. What is, um, what is Tails' instrument of choice? I want to say drums, but but Manic already plays the drums. Yeah, he's a yeah. manager. He doesn't really I feel mean. like the, the hornpipe or something. Like, bagpipe yeah. or... He just, the- he's the guy that just, like, has a cymbal. <laughs> or, you know, he, he, has a, he has a tambourine. Mm. Yeah. He's really into robots. Maybe he's like a synth dude. I don't his know. Band, yeah. like his his music, like his themes were always like kind of like beach rocky sort of thing. So I don't know, take that as you will if he gets a, a solo or something. All right. So they're at they're at Taylor's music store. Sonic eyes like his baby. Like he sees a guitar in the corner of the room. He's like, is that a 64 Stratocaster in classic white with triple single core pickups and a whammy bar? And Tails is like, you're damn right it is. He takes it out of the case. He starts playing like the opening guitar riff of the Sonic X theme song. You know, where it's... Go, 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 go. Yeah. yeah, that one, that one. I got you. And Sonic is like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, you've been here before. You know the rules. He points over to a sign that says no Sonic X on it. Because everyone <laughs> comes in, plays that guitar, and, and you know, Sonic X, you know? <laughs> And he goes, no Sonic X, denied. And then, and then he buys a guitar. I don't know. <laughs> this is straight from Wayne's World. <laughs> I'm kind of getting Bill and Ted vibes from this a little. 
It's, I can't believe you haven't guessed it yet. But anyway, they head back to the city. They get all their instruments. Tails is now driving. They're in this crazy taxi, but it's decked out. Everyone can fit in. And they go back to Lala. Remember Lala Palooza's happening? Yeah. Right. And they're like, you know what? We have to do one gig. We have to do one gig where we just get like that. That sound. Pete, what's this movie about? It's about the music and finding It's, it's about that sound, Pete. Simon, what's this movie about? It's about that fucking sound, Greg. No, it's about it's about finding their mom. But fuck, it's about that sound, okay? <laughs> the sound of finding their mom. Yeah, when they harmonize, mom, they just, they just make <laughs> your back. They just make that 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 music like like no other animal <laughs> can do it. They're like, let's just go to like, oh, you know how at music festivals they have like different level stages. They're like bigger and smaller. oh yeah, there's like the big where like U two plays. Yeah, and, and then there's yeah. like those smaller <laughs> off to the side right. stages. They're like, we're gonna go to like a D stage, okay, where no one's really watching. All right, let's just take someone's gig. They're not even gonna notice. Let's just get on stage. All right, they're playing next to like the Lemonheads or something. Yeah, they're playing next to the Lemon. <laughs> yeah, they're playing next to the Lemonheads. They they go up to the promoter and they're like, hey, we're on next. And they're like, really? You're like, yeah. Haven't you seen where uh, I, I look just like that picture? He looks over. It's a black and white photo of Shadow and the boys. And he's mm. like, I'm going to take this guy's gig. He's not even going to know. And I look just like him. It doesn't Whoa. even matter. Who wow. cares? I don't even know this guy. Sonic's yeah. about to make another enemy. This movie has four villains in it. <laughs> they get on stage. They have their sound. You know, they're doing their mic check. They're all drinking beers. They're like using all their Lala tickets and stuff. <laughs> They're like, let's just start off with something simple and just try to gauge their interest. Let's try to gauge this crowd. So they do the Carnival Night Zone theme. It's like jazzy, electronic kind of. It's from Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Yeah. And the the crowd is pissed. The crowd is furious. This is not what they came to see. They're throwing beer bottles at them. Sonic and Knuckles don't know what to do. This is their moment. This isn't the sound. This isn't the sound. This isn't the sound. That they're looking for and uh they hear like booze you can head to this it's <laughs> like booze you suck like i didn't like any of that like all the stuff i'm stealing from all my favorite shows they're like this sucks and then someone shouts say this is donkey kong country and they're like oh we took like a different type of gig than we expected we thought this was going to be our music they're expecting donkey kong country music and Knuckles is like, wait, 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 wait. I know I, I can't do. believe the fucking <laughs> puns that are going on. <laughs> wait, I have some questions. Okay. You said that they took Shadow's gig. Yeah. Here. So Shadow, Shadow plays is a Donkey, Donkey Kong, Kong country music musician? Yes. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's Shadow. Cowboy <laughs> boots and everything. So they're like, hey, this is Donkey Kong country. Get with it. And Knuckles is like, all right, I can adjust. Like, let's let's hold hold your role here. So they decided to do a more Donkey Kong Country theme music, <laughs> which, from my understanding, is more like.
And like people, and it's strange. This is this is gonna be a, a foreshadowing to come. People in the audience kind of recognize them. They're like Knuckles. Like you look familiar. Some people are cheering Knuckles' names, and he's like, ah, oh, it's just he waves it off. He tries not to make a big deal out of it. But Sonic kind of sees it from the corner of his eye. He's like, that's strange. Like since when did people know who Knuckles is? Anyway, so they get off stage. They kill it get off stage the promoter's like hey you got to pay for your drinks and everything and they're like oh yeah we just gotta go to a car real quick they're about to get the hell out of there when they cross shadow shadow shows up again fucking with his boys with his boys oh shit who i'm not smart enough to know who they are is it like is it omega yeah omega and who else who else is Uh, oh it's i guess it's rouge but we yeah, already met Rouge, Rouge, so it's not Rouge. You can also like, have like, the Dark Prince of Space from Shadow the Hedgehog. I don't yeah. know who you pick. It's or like uh, one of those Sonic Lost World guys. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. You, you know, Vizic the boys. Or something. Okay, the boys. The boys. The boys. Maybe they're just dudes. What if they're just dudes that like, you know, Yeah, they like Shadow, yeah. They're just country just a stars. bunch of monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> it's Funky Kong. People that do Donkey Kong Country music. I yes. think I think one of them should be Funky Kong. One of them should definitely be Funky Kong because he. <laughs> he yeah. Okay. I, yeah. Shadow, <laughs> the Shadow and Funky Kong buddy comedy. Yeah. <laughs> Sonic and Knuckles are just like, everyone get in. We gotta go. They take the car. They get the hell out of there. Shadow's pissed. He knows exactly what's going on, and he's not gonna pay for their drink tickets. He's gotta get after them. <laughs> So they're careening, just just tearing north up Lake Lakeshore Drive. Lakeshore Drive, they're just the the pavement's coming off the, <laughs> the pavement is coming off the roads. And uh, Sonic is like, you know what? I want you guys to stay safe. I think I gotta run. He get he gets his shoes, gets on the top of the car. Wait, so he doesn't have his shoes on at this point? He's just, like, riding in the car with his <laughs> no shoes on? All right, let's say he has his shoes. He ties his shoes tighter. Okay. Know. Yeah, he, he ties them up. Tighter. So is he, like, running alongside the car? He's running alongside the car, okay. and Shadow is right behind him. But Shadow's in, like, cowboy boots. Like, he's not, he can't keep up. Wait, so Shadow's running. He isn't, like, in his own car with his boys? No, nah, he's just running out of them. Okay. His boys, he's like, I got this. He's also like shooting. You know how like Shadow has a gun for no reason. Yeah, he has a gun. Let's just he's say he has a gun. He's a cowboy. He's like a cow- that's that's the Shadow in this universe. Okay. So they're chasing him down Lakeshore Drive. The car swerves off. It's just Shadow chasing Sonic. It gets to that part. Lakeshore Drive ends at a certain point. I forget where. It's kind of like around. It gets to like a part where it's a beach and then it turns off and you go to like where Second City is, you, you know, Chicago. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> almost Sonic. Yeah, and Sonic is like, I gotta take a leap of faith. He jumps off Lakeshore Drive and just runs across the water. He starts. He starts running on Lake Michigan. He's right. like, that's the only way I know how to get rid of Shadow. So it's like a, it's like a dash moment. From yeah, it's Shadow. kind of a dash. It's a movie magic moment, completely original from Greg. And Shadow is like, I don't know if I can do it. I don't know if I can keep up with this guy, but I gotta try. He runs after him, but his cowboy boots can't land on water. <laughs> Shadow's <laughs> cowboy boots. Yeah. <laughs> he's a Donkey Kong country singer. <laughs> right. Of course. Boots. What else would he wear? You're yeah. right. He's not wearing sneakers. He's fucking. He has spurs. <laughs> 
Immediately, this guy sinks in the water. He can't keep up with Sonic. He's soaking wet. He, like, claws his way out to the water. And just like Metal Sonic, he's like, I'm going to get this guy, you know? So Shadow's indisposed. Sonic uh, meets up with the gang. They rendezvous at, like, Lincoln Park Zoo. You know, it's a nice zoo there. And they're like, well, the last thing we need is a venue. We need to play. We need to we need to bring out that sound. Pete, <laughs> what's this movie about? It's about finding that sound. It's about finding that sound. <laughs> exactly, Pete. <laughs> You're right where I want you to be. They're like, man, I had no ideas. This is, this is going to be nuts. And Knuckles, you know, he looks kind of ashamed. And he's like, look, I have a solution. But you're, you're not going to like it. Sonic is like, what? Are you keeping something from me? And Knuckles is like, when you were in prison, I may have got together with Chaotix. Mm. Oh, shit. <laughs> someone can explain. So Knuckles Chaotix is, sometimes Knuckles has like this group of friends he hangs out with called the Chaotix Gang. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a... They have a separate game. Uh, yeah. Got, Sometimes they're a band. Sometimes yeah. they're a detective yeah. agency. Yeah, it's, it's actually just a Tetris game, but... Yeah, they are comprised of uh, Charmy, the bee. Ve- Vector, the crocodile. S- You're SBO, to. SBO. <laughs> yeah, SBO, the... What the hell is SBO? S- uh, chameleon. chameleon. And SBO, the chameleon, uh, and um, Mighty there's the a armadillo. Mighty the Armadillo. That's right. So um, Sonic is livid. He's like, how could you betray me like this and, and bring your sound to that, to that trash music? Okay, so Chaotix is also a band. It's also the- a band. Okay. That's why they recognize Knuckles at, that, at the concert. Oh, I see. So, so um, I should sprinkle it about more if I wasn't lazier. But- <laughs> what? No, that's good. That's good. It's good planting. Um, what kind of music do the Chaotix play? They're like, you know that song, Check Yes, Juliet? Yeah. Like, they're like Check that. Yes, Juliet. Okay. Like, it's just not as cool as... It's catchy, but it's not as cool it's as... It's a little too earnest. Like, it's yeah. trying a little hard. Okay. And Sonic is like, I can't fucking believe it. I can't <laughs> fucking believe this shit. He's like, I, I gotta go think. I gotta go think. Sonic runs off. And Knuckles is like, I, you know, we'll get him back. I just, I can get this venue. He goes to a Turkish bathhouse. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, you know, there's, there's some Turkish bathhouses in Chicago. And you know how, like, in bathhouses, you're just supposed to have a towel? Yeah. Everyone still has their towels, but they they keep their sneakers on. Just for goofs. <laughs> <laughs> so they walk into this steam room. Inside the steam room, as you mentioned, are Mighty the Armadillo, Espio the Chameleon, Vector the Crocodile, and Charmy B. And they're like, yeah, man, we can get you a venue. In fact, we were just about to play Soldier Field. Soldier Field is where the Bears play. Or it could be the United Center. doesn't matter. I guess the United Center might be better. Yeah, you know what? For for geography's sake, let's say it's Soldier Field. Yeah. The Bears suck, but the Bulls are doing great. Doesn't doesn't matter. Like, yeah, we can give you a venue uh, if we can jam with you guys. Uh, That's going to be a problem. It's going to be a problem for Sonic, but Knuckles is like, we have to. It's our only hope of... Of saving the orphanage. He's like, give them a shot, Sonic. They're not that bad. They're on a mission for mom. They can make our sound even better. Yeah, they agree. They're like, yeah, let's let's rock out. They nail down Soldier Field for the next night. So the next day, Knuckles, Sonia, Manic, everyone, Tails, everyone, drive around Chicago 
like getting the, their name out there. They go to Cook County, DuPage County. They even go to like fucking Rockford, the garbage place. <laughs> like, they go all over. It's like, you don't have to shit on Rockford, but it's like, it's Rockford. So you go all over the place and they, they advertise. They have like a big speaker on the crazy taxi. So they're getting the word out. Flickies are chasing after them. They love it. I have no clue what a flicky is. According to my research, flickies are like the little things that they save at the end of certain levels. Oh, the, the little animals? Yeah, in the oh, early okay. games. Yeah. Wayne and Garth advertise on their show back in Aurora, Illinois. So like, Wayne's World is a thing in this <laughs> This is the 90s. This is the 90s. <laughs> Good point. Okay. They have ads at the record store from High Fidelity. So John Cusack and Jack Black are also in this movie. <laughs> wow. They have, they have flyers all over. Yeah. <laughs> and you know that you know that story back in the day where Geraldo Rivera thought he found Al Capone's vault? Here's what's going to happen. They're going to open the vault. There's a bunch of flyers for this concert in there. That's what's going to be in the vault. It's going to be Ooh. a really big deal. <laughs> and you know the movie The Untouchables? Yeah. You know when the, the, the baby carriage is going down the stairs and they hope someone catches it? Yeah, very, very, uh, a callback to Battleship Potemkin, actually. Yeah. Yeah, the person who's supposed to stop that baby carriage is distracted by a flyer for this sick concert. <laughs> it's it's sending the city into a disarray, but everybody wants to see this concert. Tails <laughs> is flying above Lollapalooza, and he's like, hey, come to a better concert. <laughs> and you're going to love it. Last but not least, they light up the John Hancock building blue and red for Sonic and Knuckles, I guess. This is legit. Everybody knows about this concert going down. They're going to get 5,000 rings and then some, I think. That's what hap- That's what's happening in Knuckles' side of the story because he's like, I just hope that Sonic will come around and we can put this concert on. I, I know it. Now, Sonic is pissed. He's having his day off. You know, he does all this stuff. He goes to a Cubs game. Oh, Ferris Bueller stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking from a lot of Chicago movies. All right. Uh, he has a heart to heart with a pointillism painting, you know, <laughs> <laughs> at the art museum. Two, two valets, they take the crazy taxi out for a drive around the city while yeah, he's. Uh, <laughs> like that. What's the painting of? Uh, Sunday in the Park with George. <laughs> oh, it should be of something else. It should be... Uh... It's Sonic... It's Sanic. It's the Sanic fan art. <laughs> it's, it's Sanic... It's Sonic Chew. Yeah. <laughs> it's Ugandan Knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the meme. It's Ugandan Knuckles. And then finally, last but not least, he just derails a parade by jumping on a float and uh, just doing a big number. And guess what he performs? This is where he performs the Sonic Underground theme song by himself. This is a parade. Everyone's cheering. He's doing great. Everyone's loving it. But as he's singing, you can see on his face, he's like, this isn't the same. This isn't the same as, as if I was there with my with my best friends and with my siblings. This is, this is not the, what's this movie about? The Sabbath. This is not that sound. This is, this is muck. This is dribble. It's a good song, but it's dribble. In his heart, it feels like it feels it feels just wrong. And uh, before he knows it, 
Eggmobiles are flying all over the place because he just made a spectacle in the middle of this parade, right? He's got to run for his goddamn life, and he's on his own. Where does he go? He goes to Lower Wacker Drive, which, for people who have seen The Dark Knight, is where they have that motorcycle chase. Where <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Where, <laughs> I watch it hit me. <laughs> yeah, it's right around there. So Lower Wacker, there's Upper Wacker, Upper Wacker Drive and Lower Wacker Drive. And Lower Wacker Drive is like underground almost. It's like you can see the water. And then like Upper Wacker Drive is elevated. So he's on Lower Wacker Drive. He's dodging boxes. He's jumping. He's hitting cars and blowing, blowing shit up. I can tell you just watched a gameplay video. <laughs> no, this is what I remember from the first level. This is what I remember from my brother playing it. And also, Robotnik's robots are getting more high-tech. They have, like, anti-gravity shit that's happening. So he's literally... What happens is gravity flips while he's on Lower Wacker Drive. He's running on the underside of Upper Wacker Drive. Or you could say the ceiling of Lower Wacker Drive and the underside of Upper upper Wacker Drive... (laughs) That's We've cool. got some Mario Kart 8 shit happening in this. Yeah. This they, is... did, they did it first. They did it first with Sonic Rider Zero Gravity. Yeah. It's all them. And it's dark. It's a cityscape. It's crazy. It's like the day is setting. He just makes it out in time for the sake of plot. <laughs> and it's important to note here that he's upside down because you want to know why? Thematically, his whole world is upside down. <laughs> <laughs> Right? <laughs> there are going to be video essays dissecting this scene for years to come. Greg. Exactly. Finally, uh, the next day, or it's it's evening, it's night at this point. He 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 barely ekes it out. He gets the soldier field. He sees Knuckles and the gang hiding out, and he also sees Chaotix. Kind of gives him the stink eye, but he was like, you know what? I'll swallow my tongue and do it. But Eggman and the cops have have guards everywhere. Every, every type of machine, it's it's all over the place. So Knuckles is like, oh, oh, first of all, they reconcile and they're like, this isn't a mission for mom. This, this isn't about the destination. This is about the journey they take together. Right? No, I think it's about the sound. <laughs> it's also about the sound. But it's about the, their bond. It's always about the relationship. So Sonic and Knuckles reconcile. Knuckles is like, I have an idea of how to get in. I'm an echidna. I can burrow. So he makes tunnels for the whole gang to get in there. And maybe there's a couple like drill bots over the place that they have to dodge. Maybe that can be like an action sequence. But they get in, they get to the stage. Tails flies in uh, the amps and shit. It flies in all the materials. And the chaotics help too. We're like, they're like, we're in it together, you know? It's the nine of them. It's the nefarious nine. They have to get to the stage in time. They get there. The crowd is packed with Flickies and Chow and the, what are the other ones called? The more recent ones? The aliens that give you powers? Oh, oh, uh, the Wisps? Wisps. The Wisps wisps from Sonic Colors, yeah. And then just like some humans, but mostly those guys, okay? And what do they play? Pete, what do you think they play? The hits! Live and learn? No. They play the <laughs> well, what do you think they're going to open with? I, what would I play? I would play 
The big, the big things that I would play. Supersonic Racing is one of my favorites. I feel like that's that might be on the set list. Sonic Heroes, maybe. Sonic Boom. Sonic Boom would be up there, I think. Um, are you writing these songs down? <laughs> you of them here's, here's what I thought. I thought he would open with his world because there's yes. a bunch of violins and nobody in the band plays violins. <laughs> They'd be like, where are these violins coming from? But they open with his world and it's epic. Then immediately they jump into Live and Learn. Yeah. That's just that's just a bummer. Yeah. And then I think they go into, well, I'm going to save Supersonic Racing for the end because that's kind of like their last. What's that song at the that beginning is. of Sonic Adventure 1? Open Your Heart. Open Your Heart. They go They go straight from Live and Learn to Open Your Heart. You know, they play Sonic Boom, all the hits. You know, they go to a more they go to a more poppy sound. You know, they do they do reach for the stars. And then finally, to improve upon the source material that I can't believe you haven't guessed yet, they uh, Rouge comes out for the final song. Because she's the only one who can do female vocals, right? Don't don't do this, Greg. What? Don't do is Rouge Sonic's mom? No, 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 no. Oh, but that'd be really okay. funny. No, I was just going to say she comes out to sing You're My Number One because that's like the best song ever. Mm. Here's the point. The point is is that this is going to be a fucking concert film. Everybody's just going to sit back and watch this part. It's going to be, you're going to feel like you're in the audience. This is, so this is like the part in um, the Bohemian Rhapsody biopic where at the very end there's just a 26 minute concert scene. I didn't fucking see it. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. They, they, they do like a 26 minute like beat for beat recreation of the Live Aid concert, uh, the Queen Live Aid concert in Bohemian Rhapsody. This concert's going on, crowd's going nuts. Absolutely bonkers, off the wall. Robotnik is in the crowd. Robotnik, Eggman is in the crowd. Oh no. And the other cops are like, should we get him? Like, we have our chance, he's right on stage. And Robotnik goes, no, let them play. <laughs> they play. They play, play till sunup. It's the greatest concert anyone has ever seen. Wow. And like, and honestly, Chaotics mixing with Sonic and the gang, just their sound is so rich and vibrant. They have instruments no one's ever heard of. <laughs> A splong phone. Like they they have <laughs> but finally. Finally, it's like they're good. They have a briefcase full of rings. They're like, we got to get out of here. We got to get to the tax office. (laughs) (laughs) They got (laughs) to... To pay the 5,000 rings. Of course. Which is on the top floor of the Daily Center. Everybody knows this, Pete. It's Sonic 101. (laughs) It's Sonic 101. They finish the concert. They melt faces. It's amazing. But Knuckles and Sonic have to dip out, like, in the middle of the set, you know, so the robot, Robotnik's uh, machines can't catch up to him, you know? Mm-hmm. Anyway, 
they take one of the tunnels out to the car. They're emerging from this tunnel. They're right near the crazy taxi when they see Amy Rose. And what does she have in her hand? A Pico Pico hammer. Oh, shit. Can someone explain what that is? So Amy's signature weapon is her giant fucking hammer called the Pico Pico hammer. Sonic is mortified. He just gets on both knees and he's like, he's like, baby, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I left you at the altar. It all comes <laughs> pouring out of him. <laughs> he comes up with 50 different stories. They're all conflicting. He's like, I, I got put in prison. I, I had a gig. I, my family was in town. I, I'm, I'm so sorry. How can I make it up to you? She's like, my family was in the pews. Everyone was ready and you were gone. Sonic is, Sonic is going to taste this hammer. So Amy Rose just, just whips it at him. She just goes to town. They're bouncing all over this tunnel. And just by a miracle, by a, by a miracle, maybe, maybe it's their mom, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> by a miracle, she doesn't land a single shot on either of them. And her hammer breaks in half. And uh, Sonic is like, maybe next time. <laughs> 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 they fucking, they get out of that car. The sun's rising on a new day. Like, they have to get to the tax office <laughs> before, like... <laughs> the tax office. Before, like, I don't know, noon. It closes at noon on Saturdays. I don't know. Let's say it's Saturday. So they get in the crazy taxi. They're just booking it. They're going up Michigan Avenue. But Eggman knows this is coming. And he has every single vehicle that he has ever come up with chasing after them. And when I say every single vehicle... <laughs> For anyone who doesn't know, Greg has the Sonic <laughs> wiki pulled up, and the title of the wiki is List of Dr. Eggman's Vehicles. <laughs> so, he's got the Eggmobile H, the Marvel Zone boss, the Springyard Zone boss, the Labyrinth Zone boss, the Starlight Zone boss, the Final Zone, the Drill Eggman, the Water Eggman. I'm just going to scroll down so I don't repeat myself. The Egg HVZ001. The Collision Chaos Boss, the Title Tempest Boss, Quartz Quadrant Boss, the Wacky Workbench Boss, the Egg Mobile with Super Laser, the Flame Mobile, the Screw Mobile, the Drill Mobile, Dr. Robotnik's Energy Ship, Freezer Mobile, Ball Shooter, Beam Rocket, Big Arm, Jet Mobile, Hang Mobile, Egg Golem, Hot Mobile, and some of the classic hits like the Egg Hornet, Egg Walker, and Egg Viper, Egg Hammer Tank, Egg Press, Egg Ball, Egg Spider, Egg Snake, Egg X. Egg totem, arrow egg, egg saucer, all that stuff. You know, all the the hits. But guess what? Guess who somehow is out ahead? Metal Sonic. I, I knew he was out of show up. <laughs> I knew ahead. he had to come up. I was just gonna ask, like, when is he coming back? I knew it. Metal Sonic and the Badniks, Badniks cut them off at the bean. They're cornered at the bean. They're up against... Sonic and Knuckles are up against the bean. They don't know what to do. Oh, man. And Metal Sonic's like, I'm going to do one blast, and I'm I'm going to knock you out of the park. So he does, like, an electrocuting blast, like he's a Sith Lord or something. But he misses Sonic and Knuckles, and he zaps the bean. Everyone's missing them. Everyone's... <laughs> they're fast. They're, they're fast. Really, You're right. really they fast. They are fast. They are fast. Metal Sonic misses, and he electrocutes the bean. And because... Metal Sonic is actually made from the same material as the bean. There's a giant chemical reaction. The bean explodes. The bean explodes. There's molten 
metal flying everywhere. Chicago is leveled. Metal Sonic is fried. The bad nicks are gone. Are you still ripping off a movie? <laughs> Not this part. I want to watch this movie. <laughs> kind of. Metal Sonic gets shot like 100 feet in the air, and he just falls. He just falls for a mile. Because apparently I heard from Graham that Metal Sonic supposedly died in the 90s. Is that true? Kind of. Who can say? Let's say He's I brought back. But All right. Yeah. Let's say he dies in this one moment. All the bad nicks are fried. There's molten globs of bean going everywhere. It dislodges the Ferris wheel at Navy Pier, so it's just rolling down Michigan <laughs> Avenue. Like you set these. Okay. Yeah, huge. This is nice. This is that Spielberg movie. A giant glob lands on Second City, and there's like improvisers, yes, anding for their lives. Sonic and Knuckles are knocked out, and they also flew somewhere. They have no idea. They wake up. They're like southbound on the Dan Ryan, which. As we all know, that's pretty <laughs> south of where they want to be. <laughs> <laughs> They're back on the Dan Ryan, but guess what? Because of that explosion, like Chicago's leveled, buildings are falling over, roads are, it's like an earthquake, like roads are upended and stuff like that. And the entire uh, Dan Ryan Expressway going north, you could almost say it looks like old highway. You know, you know that one, that level? There are loops of pavement. There's like twirls and corkscrews. Oh, wow. There's like real loops now, like naturally made loops. Naturally made loops That's because cool. of freak out. Because <laughs> the bean exploded. And uh, Knuckles and Sonic, they kind of wake up conveniently at the same time. And they uh, they look at each other. And they kind of get in starting positions, like, <laughs> like, like they're beginning a race. And they're making eye contact. And they, they don't even have to say it. They don't even have to say it. But you know that in the audience, there's some kid There's some kid in the audience that whispers to himself, like, they gotta go fast. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what they do. <laughs> and they book it. They book it up the Dan Ryan, dodging every mobile they could ever think of. They're going up loops, jumping, breaking boxes. It's like every Sonic viewer's dream is watching these guys just tear up the Dan Ryan. Finally, just in the nick of time, they get to the Daily Center, which you'll know because there's like a, a famous sculpture out front. It's like a square, kind of, with a building. It's not even just the police at this point. It's the Army, the Coast Guard, the Air Force. Fucking astronauts have come down to stop them. Is Shadow still looking for them? You're about to find out. Oh, man! <laughs> They get to the, they're just like, we can't, we can't take the elevator. We're going to run up this building. They just, they're so fast at this point. They can't even believe They just run up the Daily Center building. <laughs> In like one final punch, Knuckles punches the glass open to the top floor. They go inside. Who do they see? It's a dripping wet shadow. Dripping wet shadow. It's days <laughs> later, but for some reason, he's still dripping wet. <laughs> he has a lot of hair. He has a lot of hair. He couldn't dry off, all right? And it's like, there's like this final showdown. Like, this guy's the last one that hates them. There's kind of this moment, there's this collective unconscious moment where it cuts to everyone that we met in the story so far. And they kind of know in their head, like, something's going down. Like, something is about to go down. <laughs> And then just just to go off your point of like what if Rouge was their mom? What if she like what if she like opens a locket and has like baby pictures of all of them? 
Greg. and like press against her heart like i hope they're safe greg are you telling me that you in this in your five page pitch document <laughs> you did not come up with an answer for who sonic's mom was and you just made it up on the fly based on a guess that i made 40 minutes ago I thought you said this is what this movie was about. <laughs> it was about the sound and finding their mom who you didn't know. <laughs> Sequels, all right? So so then, Rouge is so what you're saying is Rouge the bat could is, possibly be their mom. According to this this locket. That has, she has a, she has a locket. She has a locket of that has a picture of baby Sonic and 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 his siblings. And yeah. panic and yeah, okay. That's exactly what I'm saying, and it's exactly what I came up with in the beginning. <laughs> so manic unknowingly is working at the same diner as his mom, and they just don't talk. And about they just it. don't talk about. It. Don't talk about. Okay. Because wow. the curse from the song, right? Right. Uh huh. Their mother yeah. won't be found if. <laughs> <laughs> There's no curse. And they said the mother will be found. Oh, all right. So that's almost there. Okay. They know that there's going to be a big showdown. Okay. In the tax office? They're in the tax office? Yeah, they're on top of the tax office. Okay. (laughs) Where there's a dripping wet shadow. Yeah. Yeah. He's pissed. (laughs) And and Knuckles is like, you know what, Sonic? Now that we've gotten our sound, I really want you to save the orphanage and find our mom. I'll take this one. So, Sonic kind of moves past them and you see Shadow and Knuckles eyeing each other. And Knuckles goes, uh, he goes, you ever hear the one about the echidna that walks into the bar? <laughs> and then you just don't see what happens. You just cut to the tax office. You can just assume, <laughs> you can just assume that Knuckles is just wailing on this guy. No match for, Shadow is no match for this guy, all right? He gets to the tax office, it's Steven Spielberg eating a sandwich. And, uh, Puts the briefcase on the thing, shows on the rings, writes a check and stuff, turns around. There's so many guns pointed at him. It doesn't even fill the frame. It's the army, it's the air force, it's the robotic mobiles. He's done. And then he just looks down at his hand, cuffed. He's, he's done for. Everyone's done for. Now here's the thing. We're at the end of the movie. And as is true of cyclical storytelling, <laughs> Sonic and Knuckles and... Perhaps the whole gang is back in prison, but they're gonna play one more song. And that's when they break out. Maybe maybe there's a mirror shot of like Gruel sliding down a prison counter, like the first shot, you know? Uh huh. The whiskey. But they're playing one more song, and it's, of course, Bowling for Soup's classic Endless Possibility. (laughs) (laughs) That's the final song. Because it's a metaphor, because like they're in prison, but the possibilities of what could happen after this movie are, are endless. It's just, it's. It's free. Though they're in prison, it's just, it's freedom. So they're not singing it. It's just playing. No, they're singing it. Oh, they're singing it. It's like an Elvis performance in prison. Like they get to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So part of this is a jukebox musical. Yes. And like credits are rolling. It cuts to everyone in the movie. And like how awesome they are. All the cameos. All the cameos get credit that we didn't see. Like Steve Buscemi is Steve Buscemi is Metal Sonic. So what you're saying is we have credits at the beginning and at the end of the movie. Yeah, we have credits rolling with the final song. With the Ah, gotcha song. And then last but not least, and this is where you guys can step in and really kind of polish this continuity thing. 
I say we flash forward. It's the end credits or maybe like a mid-credit end credit scene. We, <laughs> we flash forward. Sonic and Knuckles are getting out of prison after a long time. Let's say it's 2012. I don't know. <laughs> Something like that. They've been in jail for two decades. They've been in jail. It, it doesn't matter the year. It's an arbitrary amount of time. They've been in there for a while. They come back and they're a little, they're weathered, you know? Right. They're getting out of Joliet prison, but they're together this time. Got out of prison. Uh, and there's like a newspaper truck, the Chicago Tribune newspaper truck. Zooms by. Newspaper falls off the rack. Uh, Sonic and Knuckles turn to each other, and Sonic's like, I still, you know, I still got to find my mom. <laughs> and Knuckles is like, I support you. <laughs> and whatnot. I looked out at this newspaper. It's the announcement that Chicago has won the bid for the next Olympic Games. <laughs> and, and then in like a time, and then for the Easter egg, for the, for the true fans, in, in one of the smaller columns on the newspaper, it shows like New Jersey boxing champ, like making a rise. Who Little can that be? Oh, man. Oh, I was going to say it's Mario. Oh, but <laughs> okay, because we t- we did tell you that Mario, yeah, Mario is a Mario is a boxing champion in 1988. <laughs> 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 we want to keep continuity, but yeah, Mario's yeah, long past going. his prime, and yeah, his reign keeps going. In 2009, <laughs> an older Mario does achieve a different type of fame that maybe yeah. we can. Where he's known countrywide, yeah. and he makes the paper. He makes the Chicago. By, yeah, maybe By it's two, the same. That'd be good. Wario sees at the end of Jenna's movie that we. Pitched. Oh, could be, could be. Yeah, because Jenna's movie, Jenna's movie is all about corporate, corporate America, and it could that could be set a, a, a that could be set against the backdrop of the economic crisis of two thousand eight as well. I. Don't have any pitches for the story itself because I really feel like the story is Greg's vision, and I would, I would, I would, I think this is the tightest pitch, and I would hate to mess with it. Um, Pete, do you want to move into takeout? Pete, do you want to move into continuity approaching? We have to. It's perfect. Wow, the continuity for Sonic (laughs) got really complex just now. I mean. I mean, but at the same time, Greg set up, I mean, at the same time, like there's not really room for, I mean, there is room for a Sonic prequel beforehand. Like we don't know what landed him in prison, but we, but we know that this is his first run in with Robotnik. So a, a Sonic prequel couldn't include Robotnik. God damn but, it, Greg. <laughs> at, but at the same time, like Greg did us a great service in that he introduced every single important sonic character for the most part we yes. don't really need a prequel because we met every single important sonic character <laughs> the bones are there right you know i like what he has like different um relationships set in this one like for example like instead of tails by his side it's knuckles yeah now, there, I, I think Sonic's relationship to all these other characters can be explored in future installments. And, you know, if, if an exec is like, this isn't Sonic, we can fix it. But I don't want to fix it. I like it exactly how it is. Knuckles is like his uh, war machine. or Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, Knuckles is 
as important a sidekick to Sonic as Tails is. Yeah, I would call this movie Sonic and Knuckles, almost. Which is a game that they made. Exactly. So you're setting up a couple things here. Obviously, you're setting up Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games. Michael's Mario movie takes place in 2009. If 2012 is, you know, if this is, takes place in an alternate version of our timeline where the 2012 Olympics, instead of taking place at London, took place in Chicago, perhaps? Well, the, the true thing that happened is that I think Chicago almost won the bid for the 2016 Olympics, but they didn't. Mm. It doesn't matter. Right, because Obama wanted it, right? Some I forget. I think story. Obama really pushed for Chicago. Chicago was going to be like the city that represented the United States, but they didn't get it. They went with they Rio went. instead. Yeah. Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games is such a cool crossover to have as like a precursor to Sonic showing up in Super Smash Brothers Brawl that I think we should do it. Um, I think we should too. So I like that setup. I definitely agree with that setup. The things that the thing that makes this a little more complicated is Donkey Kong is an established <laughs> Donkey Kong Country is an established music genre in this, yeah. which implies that Donkey Kong himself is whoever here in pop culture whoever pitches the donkey kong movie they will have to work around the fact that donkey kong has some sort of prominence in the music world mm, right okay. that's what that means yeah well sort of like how king kong is a cultural icon <laughs> like maybe you know maybe it's like king kong but he, he played a song or two yeah <laughs> we'll figure it out not our job. We disconnect the dots. Where'd this come from, Greg? What 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 movie was this pulled from? I mean, do you want me to tell you? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not like, going to guess it. This is almost scene for scene. Every single thing that happens in Blues Brothers. Jay gets out of prison. They have to put on a concert to save an orphanage. Oh, <laughs> my God. They get right. the band back together. They have three. You're fucking girls. right. That fucking sucks because we were literally just talking about Blues Brothers. I love the Blues Brothers. For Earthbound? Yeah, we're like, I mean, just in Earthbound, they, they borrow from Blues Brothers a lot. Really? Not plot-wise, no, just not for plot certain wise, characters. Just character-wise. Oh. So you're, you're, you're good. This like is Andy Rose, and Carrie Fisher, all that stuff. <laughs> Yeah. Wait, that's so funny. I can't believe I didn't yeah. catch on to that. I was just I was so focused on them being Sonic characters that I just I didn't think about the parallels to Blues Brothers. <laughs> yeah, it's not even blues, it's a different it's a different sound. It's fucking 90s rock. <laughs> I think the 90s is what threw me off. Yeah. yeah. You know, what what makes Sonic harder slash easier is you know, he's a third-party character, so he kind of lives in, uh, by his own rules, his own universe. Yeah. Uh, so you don't have to connect too much. I agree. I agree. I mean, and, and I think... And, I, and and Greg really did us a favor by having a really insulated Sonic movie that introduces all the major players of Sonic that we'd ever need. Yeah, you know? and now we can just, you know, insert conflicts for all the future things. Yeah, so, I mean, really, I mean, continuity-wise, like, as as, you know, I was... I was really prepping myself pre this episode for like all of the ways that I could excuse difficult continuity because I was really expecting this for a moment to be a, a scene for scene recreation of the 2018 film widows. And I was like, how, <laughs> but it turns hell? out it was every, no, other it was just, blues, it was just blues brothers. Um, <laughs> 
And so, I mean, I had a lot more dark night stuff that I cut. <laughs> I tell you a scene that I was going to have. <laughs> <laughs> when so- when they face shadow at the top of the at the top of the daily center he was gonna like he's like look out at the chicago harbor there's, <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> there's two ferries <laughs> regular because chicago's leveled they're like one has regular residents and one has prisoners and i've strapped bombs to both things and then knuckles and sonic were gonna look at each other and they were gonna be like there's no time <laughs> Just, they just pay the taxes and get out of there. That'll make it in the <laughs> director's cut. Yeah, that'll be for the Patreon. What I was saying is, I mean, it's, I mean, continuity-wise, it's a lot more clean cut than I was expecting it to be. Yeah, it's, I thought it's so. not I thought too Greg tough. was gonna throw in everybody in this movie. Greg was teasing me with Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games. I thought the Olympics were gonna be featured more prominently in this film rather than just a, a tease for the sequel. So I'm excited for a future Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games film. I think that's definitely a must-have. I think we gotta have someone pitch that movie for sure. Teasing Civil War. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's basically the Civil War of, of the Smash Brothers universe, whereas, like, you know, the Smash Brothers movies are like the Avengers, but Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games, that's your Civil War right there. With that movie, what, what kind of makes Civil War so good is is you really get to know all of those characters pretty well when they face off. I think we have room for more Sonic sequels, more Mario oh, sequels. Oh, absolutely. Before. I think you could... Oh, absolutely. I don't think it's I don't think Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games is the next thing. I think you maybe have a Mario 2, a Sonic 2 before that. Absolutely. I agree with that full full heartedly. There's a there's a a section of the the fan community for Sonic that uh-huh that <laughs> takes their appreciation for Sonic in a how should I say more sexual nature? Does this movie have anything for them? Um, <laughs> what? I, yeah, what I'm asking you is, are are these characters sexy? Oh, for sure. <laughs> this is a rated R movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's, so yeah, this is the Howard the Duck. Of <laughs> <laughs> There's full frontal animal nudity in this in this film. Absolutely. Just like the 1986 film, Howard the Duck, which features full frontal duck nudity within its first five minutes. Please go watch it if you have not yet seen it. It's a masterpiece of modern cinema. I'm still thinking about how Sonic really cares about finding his mother. We kind of get only like one scene with his siblings who also care. (laughs) Just as much. I think you might have just thrown them in just to have a Sonic Underground reference in there. Do you see them coming back? For sure. <laughs> they, For could sure. Potentially, they could potentially play an important role in a sequel. They're fun characters that haven't fun been characters. fully tapped. You know what it's like? It's like how Thor has like that crew. Yeah, yeah, he's got his homies. Like other characters. Yeah, he's got his homies. You don't really know, but they have personalities. The Warriors 3, yeah. Yeah, there's yeah. that woman from Fandral, Hogan. Volstag. I think Sonic siblings are definitely the Fandral, Hogan, and Volstag of the Sonic universe for sure. I, I the one thing I do feel bad about is that I totally forgot about Tails until the last second. So I was like, all right, let's say he owns the music store. <laughs> Wait, like Tails? So you were pitching this? No, but like last night. <laughs> 
Tails has his own spinoff, though, I think, on the Genesis. So if we wanted, we could definitely have a Tails spinoff to really flesh him out. Yeah. And what's sort of great about that is the only one we need in the Smash Brothers universe is Sonic. And Sonic, yeah. as a character in your film, is is very clear cut. Yeah. <laughs> so he'll be easy to get in there. Yeah, it's, you know, I just, I put in the work, you know. You put in the work. <laughs> I think he captured the rebellious spirit of Sonic. I think he took us mm-hmm. on a ride. I, I I feel like I just got out of a car going 200 miles per hour. I don't know about you, Simon. I expected to be taken on a journey tonight, and I was taken on a journey and a half, is what I'll say. <laughs> Greg, thank you so much for joining us tonight. It was it was a real pleasure. We definitely look forward to having you back on the Super Smash Brothers Brawl episode. That will definitely be a lot of fun. We might also um, have you back for Sonic too. I don't know. I, I feel like you have a, just such a good grasp of I Sonic am. and what he's about. It's about the sound that you might have to take over the entire franchise. I am unemployed, and this is the <laughs> highlight. <laughs> this is the highlight of my week. So, yeah, for sure, I got nothing going on. We're so glad to hear it, Greg. Thank you so much for joining us. It's been an absolute blast. Thank you so much for listening. As always, none of this would be possible without some awesome remixes by some underappreciated musicians. Here are their credits so you can listen to them without us talking over it. The Chill Hop remix of the Emerald Hill Zone theme comes from Mundiaxis. A bunch of funk covers come from Longest Solo Ever, who has his very own Sonic Funk album called Green Hill Funk. Please check it out. James Wong did the Sonic Mania Mirage Saloon remix. Insane in the Rain Music, featuring the 8-bit drummer, did the Sonic Mania Studioopolis Zone Act 1 jazz cover. The Mushroom Hill Sonic & Knuckles funk cover comes from the consoles. Mesmonium did the Chemical Plant Zone Smooth remix. The Can You Feel the Sunshine remix comes from Leslie Y. Niall Stenson did the Sonic X theme on guitar. The Carnival Night Zone remix from Sonic the Hedgehog 3 was done by Noteblock. The Sonic Mania Hydrocity Zone Act 1 jazz arrangement comes from Insane in the Rain music featuring Johnny Atma. John Davis did the Marble Garden Zone remix from Sonic 3 and Knuckles. Meta Mike remixes did the Sonic Underground theme remix. The Open Your Heart cover from Sonic Adventure comes from Emu Emi featuring Trey Nobles. Lucas Pukas did the Metallic Madness Zone remix. The Supersonic Racing cover comes from Mislived. UZW did the Sonic Boom, Crush 40, and Cash Cash remix. Hotline Sawani did the Endless Possibility 80s remix. John Davis did the Best Timeline, a remix of the Stardust Speedway Good Future theme. And as always, the sound effects come from the Sonic series, the Super Smash Brothers series, and freesound.org. Find us on our website at mizensmashpod.podient.co or on Twitter at mizensmashpod. You can also find us at our personal Twitters at Simon Lewis Ong and at P. Simmons Hayes. Thanks so much for listening and catch us here again next week. Yeah, we'll have something super special to show you. Looking forward to it. See ya.